Hi there and welcome to this week's episode of the journalism.co.uk podcast where health and science journalist Deborah Cohen tells us what a career in medical journalism looks like. For a while now we've been running a video series called So You Want to Be A aimed at aspiring journalists looking to enter the industry in one specialism or another. In each episode we interview an expert in a particular field be it data journalism, radio reporting, news anchoring or investigative work, all in the hope that audiences see the highs and the challenges of each specialism, as well as what their work schedules are like. So far, we've interviewed the likes of, for example, NBC's Matt Danzico, the BBC's John Sweeney and Condé Nast's Sarah Marshall. On our latest episode, we spoke with Deborah Cohen, an award-winning health and science journalist who's reported for the likes of Panorama, Newsnight, Channel 4 News and Dispatches. Cohen has had a particular focus on clinical science and health reporting, from highlighting false claims by sports drinks manufacturers to going undercover to show how EU authorities would be prepared to allow a fake hip thesis with dangerous design flaws onto the market. It's not always sexy, so there's a lot of going through data sets, poring over documents, trawling through databases. Sometimes you might get a, a dump of documents that you have to pour through. But quite often, the hardest story to tell is what isn't there that should be there. Some stories I've done are about regulators being misled or not given information that they should have been given. And they're quite tricky stories to tell because you have to ensure that you have everything that the regulator has on a topic and you're looking for the gaps. So there's that end of things. And then I've done undercover stories so I worked with the Daily Telegraph, the BMJ and the Daily Telegraph and we got a fake hip implant onto the market um, by going through the, the people that, who effectively regulate devices in Europe or say what can and can't go onto a market and we got a, a fake hip implant. So it can be anything from poring over big data sets to just bashing the phone, going to see people, a lot of speaking to people to undercover much more kind of complex undercover kind of operations. It's incredibly varied. I say, give me a story and I'll give you a health angle. I mean, there's a health angle to, to most things, whether that's kind of education, certainly the economy, certainly to the obvious things like pharmaceuticals and medical devices, food, alcohol, tobacco, you name it, there's, there's a health angle to it. So it's always interesting. Um, and the challenge, I think, of doing it, certainly on a medical journal, is you're doing it for a specialist audience as well. So you have to, your learning curve, getting to grips in detail with the scientific subject is, it's like that. The challenges are you, you're rattling cages and, and people don't necessarily like that. Um, some do, and you, so you'll win lots of friends, but you will you know, ruffle feathers as well and, and people won't necessarily like what you're doing. So you've got to be prepared to to make enemies in inverted commas. And, and I think if you're gonna do science journalism well, you have to be rigorous as well, because I always kind of say, you can't debunk bad science by doing bad science. So we've used quite a lot of data journalism, if you like, and when I do data journalism, I work with specialist methodologists and epidemiologists, say, to, to do our data journalism. So we pre-specify protocols, so we say, 
at the beginning, this is how we're going to do this to, to stop us cherry picking and, and getting the results that we want. And so there are challenges, particularly, I guess, when you do it on a medical journal, is your, your audience are experts. So they're a very, very tough audience to, to, to deal with and to work with, and they will pull you apart if you get something wrong. So you have to be absolutely watertight. So we know the job requires reporters to be extremely diligent, especially as they're often talking to audiences who are specialists in niche areas. What they write can have a direct impact on the way people live their lives. So journalists have to be at the top of their game, with the enthusiasm to go through as many data sets, articles and studies as it takes to investigate issues thoroughly. So apart from the thrill of nailing a story and uncovering the truth, why did Deborah decide to get into the specialism of science journalism? I think journalists are, are, are crucial in terms of holding to account and, you know, investigative journalism, hopefully it's having a bit more of a heyday at the moment, but science needs scrutiny as much as any other area. There's, there's huge money in science, there's huge ego in science. The way it's, it's done, you know, there's, there's a race, there's only a competitive number of grants let's say, that, uh, that scientists can get public funding. People want to be the best, people want to be at the top. And, you know, while there's a lot of collegial and very, very good science, I'm, I would never say there was loads of bad science. I don't think we know how much actually goes on, because the very nature is, is it's uncertain and we don't know, and it's, and it's enshrouded in secrecy, some of it. It means that there is a real need to hold to account. And the regulators, there are regulators in, in, in science, particularly at the medical end of things, and they need to be held to account too. So there's a lot of different organisations involved. And the thing, I think the thing with medical science in particular is ultimately you are dealing with patients, you're dealing with sick people or dealing with people generally or consumers. You know, and some, some populations are very vulnerable to exploitation. So you do need to hold organisations to account that maybe have an impact and influence over patient treatment, patient care and generally people's health. If you think about the changes that are going on in science journalism with artificial intelligence, I mean that's, that's where we need scrutiny and that's where we need science journalists to really kind of start looking and scrutinising and, and companies that are getting into that big data analytics and and those areas of science. I mean, so it's, if that's expanded, it's that area that's going to be expanded and it needs scrutiny. And therefore, we need good science journalists to be able to scrutinise the changes in, in society and where we're going with science. So, what is the job really like? Is it for everyone? I'm at an extreme end. I think it depends what kind of life you want. If you want a very adrenaline filled but interesting life, it doesn't pay huge amounts, to be fair then obviously I'm an investigative journalist. There is the much more gentle side, which is, you know, you can have the great, you know, whiz-bang science, as I call it. Great, you know, Elon Musk has just launched a rocket or we've just coded, you know, the human genome. There's that kind of exploratory, this is what science is about. There's a lot of scope for that. You know, there's lots of publications that do that. I'm a bit more unusual in that I'm doing the dirty digging and spade work that doesn't always make you popular. A big thank you to Deborah there for speaking to us. And if you'd like to keep up with her work, you can follow her on Twitter at Deb underscore Cohen. Before you go, I'd like to tell you a bit about the next News You Wired conference taking place on the 7th of March at Reuters in Canary Wharf, London. This will be our 21st conference 
and as usual we're aiming to provide delegates with practical skills and ideas they can take home and explore in their own organisations. The programme for Newsroom Wide is packed with panels, workshops and talks about the latest trends and techniques in digital journalism. Some of the topics we'll be exploring at the event include live streaming, memberships and news, working on mobile for mobile audiences, news on voice controlled devices and more. If you'd like to join us on the day, which I hope you do, please visit newsyourwide.com. For more podcasts from journalism.co.uk, please visit our website. Thank you.